Welcome to The Word Count, a podcast tracking the publishing journey of three Australian writers. On this episode, Joe Dixon's been jet-setting, touring the country for the release of her new novel, A Shadow at the Door. Fiona Taylor has been hosting author releases, book clubs, and Joe Dixon, whose touring coincided with Taylor Swift's Melbourne appearance, not to mention right clubs and cracking along with her word count. I believe she shook it all off and outdid the Teenage Screen Fest at the Tay-Tay concert in Sydney. Good luck to you, teenager. And Jack... Oh, Jack, what are you doing? Watch out! Coming through, big way. Uh, Jack. Procrastinating. Procrastinating what? Procrastinating. A friend gave me some recycled timber for a new woodshed and I have to clean them up and get them painted. Looks good, doesn't it? Um, no. It's all in pieces. And what about writing? Always thinking, Phil. Always thinking. Well, you better stop thinking and you better start doing. Ooh, no problemos. Right after this. The mind really does boggle. <laughs> Welcome, listeners to another episode of The Word Count. And we're back. Welcome, dear listeners, to episode 12 of The Word Count. As always, I'm here with my fellow writers, Joe Dixon. Hello. Jack Ellum. Oh. And me, Fiona Taylor. If you thought we were crazy busy last episode, I cannot imagine what you'll think we have been up to since then. So, (laughs) Joe has been on book tour. I've been interstate for a book launch and Jack, well, it's safe to say that Jack has been on fire. (laughs) Let's find out what we've all been up to since our last episode and why. In this episode, we are talking book tours and launches. Joe, I think you've been very busy. It's it's been a blur. It has been an absolute blur. Most most days I have no idea, dare I do, I can't even talk. I can't (laughs) even put a sentence together. My words are gone. Um, I've lost count of how many events we've done in the last two weeks. Um, lots of visits to bookstores, lots of meeting amazing, amazing, enthusiastic, passionate, engaged readers, which is just fabulous. Lots of meeting other authors, and that's all—that's about all I can put together at the stage. <laughs> it's been—it's been fabulous, fabulous fun. So lucky to have done it, and I need to just take a week and breathe and decompress. But I'll do it all again. I would do it all again in a heartbeat, Jack. <laughs> what have you been up to? It's like I I couldn't keep track of what both of you were doing this last past fortnight because I went to write the introduction and I'm just like I I just don't even know and I've 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 hit Instagram and been bombarded with all these incredible things that you've been doing I'm just like I didn't even and what about and then you've got so my last two weeks I've been trying to catch up with you guys fabulous friends who took me out to the Bonnarong Wildlife Park for a night tour which was so much oh, fun nice um got to see Paul Kelly and his band oh my god I love Paul Kelly I've seen him so many times live isn't he fabulous amazing gig absolutely amazing gig storyteller oh my goodness not to mention you know back home in bed before 10 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so much fun that's about my fortnight. Uh, you know, work and a couple of gigs. Oh, well, yeah, we we got a prepare to leave notification for a, a fire. But there were there were three helicopters, there were seven trucks, the orchardists sent their pumps and hoses down too. It was a phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal um response by the the local fireys here. It was just incredible. Yes, I packed mm. the car, almost everything. <laughs> 
not not bad for a you know a dry run. Yes, always good to be prepared. <laughs> what about you, Fiona? Because this is this is another one that I had troubles keeping up of where and how and why and who and what and now colour. Where to start? Joe came to stay at the lake house with us for part of her book tour, and I went with her to the Mornington Library with Kylie Orr the Sisters in Crime event on the Friday night, and then Joe was lovely enough to come to my book club because we were reading her books. <laughs> it's like a real-life author appearance at the book club. That's pretty awesome. What a coincidence. A friend of the podcast, Nina, came along to the Mornington event, so I invited her to our book club brunch. So that was very lovely, and we love meeting our listeners, but beware, we might invite you to brunch like we did the lovely Nina. <laughs> a wonderful talk about Joe's book and everyone loved it of course they did because it's excellent and then Joe and I had a delightful afternoon by the lake and into the evening with Brendan waiting on us which was very restful we may have had a few seconds. and then Joe left for the remainder of her tour and I flew to Western Australia to stay in Fremantle for three days with some wonderful writers who are also my friends to celebrate at Holly Craig's book launch for her newest book The Rip which is set on Rottnest Island, and we just had the best time. Holly organised a dinner for the first night with some fellow right clubbers, and then the next day we all caught the ferry to Rottnest Island. And her and Quokka! and yeah, and quackers. Yes, there were, there were quackers. I took photos; they were so cute. But Holly took us on a tour of all the places that feature in her book. Oh, wow, that Fabulous. was cool. And she said, and she told us like what happened there and why it happened. And I was very honored to give the speech on behalf of all the right clubbers about Holly, and she cried. So I must have done a good job. Yeah, huh? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was just the best, most wonderful three days um, celebrating, talking, writing, catching up with friends. And a shout out to Ioni, who was my hotel buddy, and Sam and Beck, who stayed next door to us. And Holly, who was just the most wonderful host, and she threw an awesome party. It it was just a fabulous event. So here we are. I'm exhausted, but it was all worth it. So much fun. Brilliant. The photos looked amazing. You looked like such an impressive party. Now, accountability. Mm. There were some achievable and not so achievable goals made at the end of our last episode. Joe was going to hand in book three, then go on book tour and possibly start plotting book four. Jack was going to do absolutely nothing, but thought she might wander around drinking hot chocolate and maybe sell a breadboard or two. And I committed to writing at least two and a half thousand words, despite hosting Joe on the Melbourne leg of her book tour before flying to WA to attend and host Holly Craig's book launch for the rip. So let's see how we all did. Let's check in. Accountability check-in. Okay, Joe. As always, you are first. As always, as always. <laughs> he said finding Sam. What happens when you're the published author? You have to go first. <laughs> oh my god, I don't, I don't see how that connects. But anyway, um, <laughs> had, did I hand in book three? Yes, I did. I Woo-hoo! handed in book three. Um, uh, waiting to hear back on it. Book tour. Yes, tick that one off. I've been in libraries. I've been in bookstores. It's been amazing. It has been so amazing. It's been just incredible. Um, and so many people to thank, but I couldn't even start. 
uh, listing at the moment. I yeah, but Fiona, of course, is, is top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just think the um, the Melbourne um, events were fabulous and really well run and the South Australian ones have looked fabulous, absolutely gorgeous events. So many people have come to see you. Great. And it's amazing because it has been really hot here in Adelaide, which has knocked me for six a little bit because, you know, this little Tasmanian duck likes things a bit cooler. Oh, we did have um, summer while you were away. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> you had a 35-degree day and that was um, well, that was hotter than here. But, yeah, I've wrapped up book tour. Well, I've got one more event and then I'm done for now. Um, I've got some more events coming up in Tassie in March with Kylie Orr. And the last one, Start Plopping Book 4. Her brain has been a little bit fried. As you can hear, I'm a little bit low on energy. Um, I'm having trouble putting sentences together into any sort of cohesive structure. This is just usually me after work each day. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, I write. I'm alone on my property for a lot of the time, and I write for hours, and it's just Mm. me. I I can go a week or two without any significant interactions. And I love meeting the readers, but talking for so much for such a long period of time. And by the end of it, I just feel like, oh, I've got to, I've got to sit down and just take a deep breath, regroup, and then I'll start writing. I, yep, I, I need see. a little bit more oomph in me before I start doing book four. And I may, I may, may actually take a day, maybe even two days off. So, Jack, let's turn the focus on you. Well, you're oh, going yeah. to do absolutely nothing but wander around drinking hot chocolate. How's that gone? Well. <laughs> I didn't get to drink the hot chocolate. It's it was too warm, um, too warm for hot chocolate, and yes. uh, I might have given away a few breadboards, which is excellent. And uh, I have been doing some procrastinate painting, which is fantastic. Very happy with that. Of course, it's been t- too hot to do the angle grinding that I need to do, so I'm kind of stalled at that process at the moment. Um, well, to be so fair, I'll... there was a total total fire ban, wasn't yeah. there, for a few days there? And angle grinders is uh, a it's well within that range. And uh, it's been banned the entire weekend, so I can't do any of that. I have a question. What's procrastinating? Procrastinating is when you're uh, using painting to procrastinate from doing other things. (laughs) Oh, I would never use painting as a way of procrastinating. Procrastinate. Well, I was going to, like, you know, I might do some procrastinating next week. Ooh. So, you know, there's there's, there's a goal already set. Look at me. I'm (laughs) ahead of the game already. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, look, I um I I got to catch up with friends, which was awesome. I um concentrated on work, which was great. Sent off um some emails for you know just for some inquiries, and uh, apart from that, yes, got to wander around doing pretty much nothing. It was fabulous. So yes, that's that's me, Fiona. Hmm. I did write, but mostly I celebrated some amazing authors in Joe. And Kylie and Holly and partied with fellow writers and drank cocktails. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking this is kind of the up before the down, isn't of, it? Lots of photos from <laughs> the ocean. And so I'm sure there are no surprises here when I say that I did not write two and a half thousand words. <laughs> It's like what a lead-in, though. What a great lead-in. <laughs> unless you unless you count the speech I gave at Holly's launch, but I know that doesn't count. No, so why, I, why? Why doesn't it count? It's yeah, still well, a word count. Yes, but it did you say that you were going to do specifically two and a half thousand words towards your story, or did you just say I'm going to write two and a half thousand words? Oh, Jack, I like the way you think, but I think it's splitting hairs. 
Well, I think no, I could start calling Jack Wriggle Room Jack. <laughs> it's like the thing is, is it's a perfectly valid question and this is how I got out of doing most of my essays through university you know but you know it's a valid question did you say two and a half thousand words towards your story or did you just say two and a half thousand words I did just say two and a half thousand words but yeah and I did write I did write a speech <laughs> at least two thousand words long but I'm still going to say that well, I didn't meet, yeah, I didn't meet that part of my goal, I don't think, <laughs> towards the manuscript. I, I, I'm really liking this wiggle room thing. <laughs> I, really, I really want to jump on board. Um, I wrote a total of 661 words in two weeks. That's pretty impressive. I did MC my first ever book launch, so I'm taking that for the win. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Absolutely. We had a question from a listener who is who wants to remain anonymous. What they want to know is they have been asked to submit to an agent Ooh. and the agent has asked them not to submit to anyone else as a professional courtesy. She wants to know if, one, that this is normal procedure and, two, how long does she give this agent before she sends it out to anyone else or alternatively checks in with the agent to see if she can send it on to anyone else. Wow. Does anyone know? Is it an international agent or an Australian agent? Australian Um, agent. Australian agent. Mm -hmm. If she's asked for the manuscript, then probably somebody who will get back to her fairly quickly then? that's That's what I thought, yes. And I said, you know, you could give them X number of weeks. Yeah, I would have said six weeks. Yeah, okay, I would have said longer. Um, all right, yeah. all right. Let's say. I think I think six weeks is fair enough. Um, say I'm happy. I'm happy to um, exclusive submission for a period of six weeks. I'm happy to do that, um, and I'll check in with you closer to that date. Mm. That's great yeah. advice, Joe. Yes, I like that. Six weeks. But let them know up front that you can yes, six yes. weeks and then that kind of gives it a time frame on it so that you're not restricting yourself to one agent. Yes. Because it, it you can't go indefinitely because it's too too limiting and you just end up sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Um but having said that, the publishing industry is really slow and things do take time. So I think I don't think there's any hard and fast rule, but I think six weeks would be about about fair to both parties um, and then you just a gentle uh, polite communication just saying um, thanks for your time I'm just wondering if you're just wondering have you've had any thoughts about it um, from next week I will be submitting to other agents something along those lines but how exciting about to be asked for the full oh, manuscript yeah. <laughs> yes, very, very exciting for this listener and I think that that's great advice because I think that when you're new you really don't know the rules or what people expect or anything like that. But I think six weeks is a, is quite a lengthy amount of time yeah. and you can't restrict yourself. So you can't really restrict yourself just to one person until they get back to you. I think giving them a timeline is is a professional and polite thing to do. Great. At the end of the day, in, in what I've discovered is that we can get very caught up in trying to do the right thing. Politeness. Open communication um, and not being pushy is probably, yeah, it's just courteous, courteous. Mm. Um, Yeah. 
I did see an agency put up that the other day. They said that could they just please remind everyone that is submitting to them that they prefer everyone to remain polite, courteous and professional. Yes, absolutely. Excellent. It's that time of the episode where we all set our goals for the next two weeks. I know. The look on Joe's face is because Joe hates this because she's on tour. It's very hard to think. I think it? I think Joe's goal is to stop. Just stop down for a bit. Yeah. Have a couple of days off. Have a spa have a, day. Have, have a spa more day. Than a couple nice. of days. Oh, that would be nice. I do have a couple of things that have to be done. And one of them is my agent, uh Zeitgeist Agency, is taking my yet to be published third novel to London Book Fair. <laughs> in a couple of weeks and they need a synopsis so I am going to spend uh tomorrow evening and travel time on Sunday pulling together a succinct understandable cohesive synopsis of a book that I've only just written oh that's Um, fantastic you'll kill it yeah I've got to do that but really my Goals are to take what, at least one day off, if not maybe two. And I say, I say, live live dangerously. Take two. Take two, you reckon? Yeah, two and a half. Go three. You know, four's really good. Four's a good number. <laughs> I'd say four. Though so five would actually take care of the weekday, so you're probably best doing that. Yeah, and then you'd round it out to a full week, right? Well, the weekend you probably don't get anything done because you've got the chores. So you know, it may as I've well. Got I've got the chores every day. Like I don't have weekends. Um, <laughs> there is no differentiation between it. But I think when, once I land back at farm, back at the property, I'm not going to want to go anywhere. Like even driving to Hobart would be too hard. Um, <laughs> so I think it's going to be a couple of days of just flopping down and doing very little. And the thing is that once I have those days off, I get start to get itchy to get back into the writing I really do and I, I'll get excited about you know starting the next book because for me in writing books the best parts are the beginning where you're plotting and the end where you're editing the bit in the middle where you're actually writing the, the hardest part so, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm keen to get back to that because I've just written a book I haven't started editing so I'm keen to get back to that start of a new book I really like I really enjoy that so I'm, like, I'm looking forward to so it actually it's not the writing Joe. Because writing is really hard work. <laughs> I think we all know that. But yeah, I think I think my, okay, my goal is to <laughs> my goal is to start plotting book four. Write the synopsis, get that in, and start writing book four. Start plotting, oh, plotting, not writing. Plotting oh book four. Do you have to raise the bar every single fortnight? I know. That's like now I'm going to have to do something that's kind of proper. You and me both, Jen. <laughs> No more cocktails and swimming in the ocean for me. Yeah, but you'll have your swifty recovery. Oh, yes. I just want to ask you one more thing. So Mm. the book fair that he's taking it to, Mm. what's that one called? The London Book Fair. That's so exciting. It's a a, a marketplace for agents Mm. and publishers from around the world to to spruik. Um, the readers on their books and the books that are upcoming. They have a catalogue with um, short bio and an outline of the book and they try and sell international rights Ooh. to those set books. So, then, look, do you know, Jack, do you know what happens if Joe gets international rights? We he only comes along as right. entourage. It'll be international <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We need something to aspire to, Joe. 
Go on, Jack. What are you going to do? Oh, look, I'm going to, I'm going to, let's say, write a couple of tales, stories. See if I can get uh, a couple of them to posty for production. I need to uh, send out a few emails for work to see if I can get a bit more work. I've got to dig up my septic tank again and then the trenches down the bottom of the garden. Um, you know, that's an ongoing issue. Um, and uh, and then, but I'm going to do some writing, so, you know, apart from work. Good. Two, so, Good. so two episodes of Tales written. Yes. Two. Excellent. Love Excellent. that. I can see you both going, right, we're going to write that down. I did. I did. I'm back. Otherwise, I'd never remember what anybody was doing. <laughs> There's no backing out. Yeah, I'm going to get it done. Yeah, I know. It's all eyes on you or all ears on you. Ears what, on me, yes. What are your goals? <laughs> we're not a bit, again, we're not a visual medium. So I fly up to Sydney tomorrow where I'm tomorrow in. Being sun, tomorrow being Saturday. Saturday, Saturday yep. morning because the concert is until Sunday night and I'm allowing lots of time in case I've allowed so much time that if worse comes to worst and the flight is cancelled and I cannot get up there because they won't renew the flight or put me on another flight, still got time to drive. Yes. I fly <laughs> up tomorrow morning. I meet my daughter, Molly, because we have these tickets for Taylor Swift um, for the Sunday concert and we're so excited for this. This is Molly's birthday present for last year and Molly and I have been huge fans of Taylor's for over 15 years. She is one of the best songwriters and storytellers around and we love all her eras and we've seen every tour she's been to in Melbourne and Molly even went to her under-18s event back in 2008 when she was 13. So it's a bit different to the 96,000 <laughs> people at the wow. concert that attended yeah. in Melbourne. So I'm not writing until I get home. And then I have to put this episode up, an episode of Reading by Candlelight with Karen May. And I'm also going to Karen's launch for Joy Moody is out of time, which I loved. My God, such a clever, charming, gorgeous book. And that's on the 29th of February at Brighton Town Hall. If you'd like to come along, it's going to be a hoot because Karen is hilarious. And then I'm going to Devlin McTiernan on the 6th of March um, at Cinema Nova for readings books. And I just finished What Happened to Nina Today. Oh, my goodness. I read it in eight hours. It is absolutely brilliant. It's a masterclass in writing domestic thriller, multiple point of views, beautifully written, can't recommend it enough. Wish I wrote it. Wish I could <laughs> write something like it. Oh, my like she's outdone herself. My goodness. So because I had a tiny word count for the past fortnight, I am going to make time for my writing. We've spoken about making time for your writing, being far more disciplined, and my word for 2024 is focus. So I'm going to concentrate on my days at home. I'm going to shake it all off, as Taylor would say, and add 5,000 words to my manuscript. Whoa! I, no. think, I think I can do it. <laughs> well, do we it. know. We know that you can do it. We know you can do it. You've done 2,500 in a 
fortnight when you were busy. And once you get back from Taylor, you're going to be able to focus. There's, there's few events, but you're not going anywhere. So, yeah, go for it. Do it. Can't wait I wasn't to hear. I was going to mention, but, like, our next episode when we talk about this, I will actually be in Tasmania. And so it's almost like a I've got a four-day writer's retreat That's with no responsibilities, except I might go out to dinner with a certain couple of authors that I know that live in Tasmania. Yeah, because oh, they'll probably be, they'll probably be ticked off. <laughs> Ticked off if you kind of swanned in and swanned out and didn't say good day. Okay. That's our episode for this fortnight, dear listeners. Remember what we always tell you? Your goal is as individual as you are and everything writing-related adds to your word count, even going to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> That's right. So it's goodbye from us. Goodbye, Joe. Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jack. Toodles. And goodbye from me. Wishing you all the best with your writing over the next two weeks. Check in with us next episode at The Word Count to find out everything about Taylor Swift and the Eras concert and, of course, to see if we hit our goals. (laughs) The Word Count, a real-life, real-time writing journey podcast with all the good and the bad, although that's usually Jack along the way. Subscribe and follow them on socials.